Welcome to Athens, where Christ meets J. Cole. I'm your host, Nyasha Munashe, and today we're going to explore Athens. Let's get it. Hip-hop is a discussion. Bold statement, right? For all intents and purposes, hip-hop is often categorized as a genre or a culture, and these are relatively fair descriptions. However, they fail to encapsulate all that hip-hop is. These definitions constrain and constrict where hip-hop is always sought to expand and explore. From its inception in the Bronx in the late 1970s and early 1980s, hip-hop contributed to the wider discussion surrounding the plight of ethnic minorities in America during a post-industrial era by adding a plentitude of religio-political perspectives that aimed to make sense of the socio-economic climate of the time. These religio-political groups included the Nation of Islam, the 5% Nation, different strands of Protestant Christianity and Orthodox Islam amongst others. The vast majority of these groups fell under the umbrella of a continuation of black consciousness movements. As the discussion grew wider and wider, themes such as materialism, substance abuse and misogyny, you know, the main topics often cited by critics to create common caricatures of hip-hop, began to become more and more salient within musical expressions of hip-hop. With these things being said, however, it is crucial to note that hip-hop, from its origin and at its core, was primarily concerned with interpreting and addressing social issues pertinent to American ethnic minorities. In many ways, hip-hop was tantamount to a discussion between the MC and his or her listener in which encoded messages were embedded into the lyrics for the listener to interpret, wrestle with, many a time resonate with, and cultivate further discussion amongst their peers. However, this was only the micro-discussion that hip-hop stimulated. On a macro level, hip-hop was a discussion between underprivileged and underfunded communities and the system a term often used within hip-hop music to highlight American systems of governance, policing, and legislation that created power imbalances between various ethnic groups. When thinking about this, lyrics from the infamous N.W.A. and Tupac automatically spring to mind, such as, F the police coming straight from the underground, a young N-word got it bad because I'm brown, and not the other color, so police think they have the authority to kill a minority, and... I'm tired of being poor and even worse, I'm black, my stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch, by Tupac. Morbid, but real. Ultimately, that's what hip-hop has always been, and should always be. Real. Now, at this point, you're probably wondering why I've titled this podcast, Welcome to Athens, where Christ meets J. Cole. And mentioned nothing about Athens, nothing about Christ, and nothing about J. Cole. Or have I? Oftentimes, within the Christian church and outside of it, there's a separation between Jesus and culture. This is sometimes referred to as the sacred-secular divide. Naturally, one would think that this divide is justified, and in some cases, potentially it is. However, my proposal, which concurs with both the teachings of the Christian Bible and Christian writings and tradition, is that all things belong to God, and that he is the creator, ruler, and sustainer of the earth and heaven and all things in them. In essence, everything belongs to God, including hip-hop. What I'm not saying is that mainstream or secular hip-hop is an accurate reflection of who God is, 
Notice I say accurate because there are beautiful elements of lyricism, cadence, production, tone, vocality, rhythm and so much more that reflect the brilliance and genius of the creator God. As the creator and sustainer of life, God is obviously displeased with the theme of murder in hip-hop. As the faithful, covenant-keeping God, he is obviously displeased with the misogyny and infidelity flaunted within hip-hop and so on and so forth. However, as we stated earlier, there are elements of hip-hop which do reflect the creator God accurately. Therefore, when I speak of hip-hop, I do not speak of it as an entity diametrically opposed to the creator God, but rather, I see a nuanced relationship between God and his creation and rulership over hip-hop, as is typical between God and his creation that does not yet know him personally through his son Jesus. Oh yeah, by the way, I'm a Christian, if you hadn't picked up on that yet. And if you'd like to peel back the layers of that and ask any questions as to why in this age I choose to follow and believe in Jesus, I'd be happy to do so. Back to the script now. Basically, when I speak of hip-hop, I speak of it as something under the good creator God's rulership that he is working in to reconcile people to himself through his son, rather than something he is unflinchingly unengaged with. And finally, why the name Welcome to Athens, where Christ meets J. Cole? Well, that's because during the time of the New Testament, after Jesus' resurrection and ascension into heaven, a topic I'm glad to explore and discuss with you, an early Christian named Paul ventured into Athens while waiting for his buddies and saw what I see happening historically and presently in hip-hop. A discussion. These discussions included people from different religio-philosophical backgrounds all seeking to make sense of life and the pressing questions surrounding it. You see the similarities there? Hip-hop has always been what Athens was over 2,000 years ago. A place of discussion. With that being said, I hope you've enjoyed our short tour of Athens and I look forward to welcoming you again next week. Let's get it. <laughs>